Hey everyone, welcome to episode 158, Maintenance Mode. Meet our mom, Kelly Hutchison. She is a life coach. She is a child counselor. She is a teacher. She's a parent coach. And she's a mom to us. She will teach you to stop yelling at your kids. She will teach you to get your kids to lesson. She will teach you how to never sleep with mommy guilt again. She will teach you how to be an imperfect mom. So you can help your kids be imperfect too. And have harmony in the home. You all are going to love today's topic if you're feeling overwhelmed with life or the day-to-day tasks that you have to do because I think we all feel overwhelmed. And we know that overwhelm comes from our thoughts and just the amount of stuff that's piled on our plates. It's kind of like when I was teaching, they would bring in all new curriculum. We'd sit at these beautiful meetings and they'd pull out all this curriculum and they're like, all right, this is what you're going to add on. And then we'd sit at another meeting and like, okay, this is what you're going to add on to your day. Okay, this, and then we'd sit at another meeting and these beautiful books and these beautiful workbooks and these beautiful materials. And I'm thinking, okay, if we're going to do all this, this is awesome. But like, what are we taking away? Because there's only six hours in the day. They're at specials for an hour, lunch for 35 minutes. We got transition time built in there. We've got a 90 minute block for reading, a 90 minute block for math. So what's being taken away if you're going to add this in? And I think a lot of times we do that in life where we add and add and add, but we don't ever make space for taking anything away. And so we're just going from task to task and we're feeling like we're living in this life of just a treadmill that's going the level 10 to 15 at all times, but we're forgetting to like enjoy it. Like we're on this wild roller coaster called parenting, but it's going so fast that we have almost whiplash because of it. So one thing that's really helped me and it's helped a lot of our clients is thinking about things in maintenance mode because I don't know about you, but I like to finish things. I like the feeling of finishing a race, like a 5K, there's a finish line, there's a start, there's a finish. And there's that destination addiction, so to speak, where once we get there, it'll feel so awesome. It's almost like we want to finish laundry because once we finish laundry, it'll feel so awesome. But what happens is we finish the 5K and we celebrate a little bit, but then we're on to the next 5K. So it's another start, finish, start, finish, start, finish. So when you think of life more like living in maintenance mode in different areas, the seven Fs of ULA, faith, family, fitness, finance, field, fun, and friends, if we think about each area, instead of wanting to do all things to completion, we want to think of how can we get to maintenance mode where we give it a little bit of effort every single day and then we're in maintenance mode versus putting a lot of effort and a lot of strain and a lot of stress to run the 5K every day. But what if we just ran a couple blocks every day? When you think about life as a giant race, like a running race, then you can break it up into stages and you don't always have to get to the completion, always get to the finish line where you can get in maintenance mode. And so I asked all of you, which you all have such wonderful ideas, what is something that needs daily maintenance and has no end to it, like laundry, dishes, plants, homework, teeth, et cetera? And some ideas that you came up with on top of those were taking care of your pets. My bank account, there's constant maintenance of that. Mind management, there is no end game of mind management. You might become a conscious parent, but then once you become a conscious parent, you still have to be in maintenance mode of it where it gets easier and becomes more second nature, but it's never a place where it's just effortless. Just like laundry is never effortless where it's done complete, 
kaput, all put away, the next day you wake up and there's laundry all over again. It's kind of like when I was cleaning out my junk mail and I was sending all these things to spam. Well, every single day, even though I did that, it still lessened all the junk mail, but the junk mail never ever disappeared. And so every morning I wake up and guess what's in my inbox? Junk mail. I send some to spam. I unsubscribe. I'm like, oh, I didn't know subscribe there. A lot of times we're subscribed to so many different things that we miss out and we lose in the rubble, so to speak, the things that we do want to be subscribed to. When I'm talking about emails, you can kind of see that in your own life where we have so much going on, there's so much overwhelm and there's so much confusion that we don't get to enjoy the emails that we do actually want to get because there's so much junk mail within the good emails. So we're scanning, scanning, scanning for the email about the concert that's coming up. So we might miss that if there's so much junk mail that we're not clearing it out. And so that's that maintenance mode versus having to be completion where we think there's a finish line and there's that destination addiction where there's an end game. There is no end game to any of this. It's always maintenance mode. So when you think of it that way, then you're not so shocked by the laundry pile or that you have to manage your mind again, or that you have to manage again when the kids are tantruming or they're upset or they're mad at you or they're annoyed with you or they're pulling away or they're not doing their chores or not doing their tasks. That's where you get the chance to practice the mind management. And also you are in maintenance mode because once you become a conscious parent, you go into maintenance mode, then you learn how to become a conscious spouse. The same things that you're doing as a parent, you can use with your spouse too, especially if you're thinking about imago therapy and how we don't actually marry our parents, but we marry people that have similar traits to our parents to try to heal old wounds in current time and why we're drawn to them and why we're triggered and why it bothers us. So we never get to that end game of like, we have spouse and kids and people in our life that never trigger us, it's more of a reflection of where we need to grow, where we need to learn. Not from a place of not being good enough, but a place from this is our journey versus wanting to have a destination where we want to go through the day without ever feeling a tricky and negative emotion because that's like living in La La Land and the Wizard of Oz. And that's not true living. And then the more we can show our kids how we feel the feelings and how we do life, how we handle rejection when we don't get invited to the barbecue or we don't get that promotion or raise or we get overlooked at work, they're doing the same thing and having the same experiences just on a smaller scale because they're doing a little version of life while we're doing the big version of life. But you can see how many similarities there are because whenever you see your child upset about something, you can always relate with that emotion. Maybe not why they're upset, but you've all felt disappointment. We've all felt left out. We've all felt rejected. We've all felt overwhelmed. We've all felt tired and hangry or bored or lonely. So these are all emotions that we know that we have felt and our kids feel them every single day. So the more that we can normalize them for ourselves, the more we can normalize it for our kids. And when you think of life as this continuum of almost like playing double dutch jump rope and you're gonna get tangled up in the jump ropes and that's okay because you just get back on. If you forget to brush your teeth, you don't just throw the baby out of the bathwater and say, I guess I'm never gonna brush my teeth again. Well, that's a bummer. If you forget to brush your teeth, then the next day, guess what? You brush your teeth and then you're back in maintenance mode. Whenever you're creating a new habit, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of energy, and the brain does not like to work that hard. So whenever you're starting something new, like I remember when I was first a new mom, changing my kid's diaper was so hard and so laborious and I was so awkward. And then it got to a point where I was changing them when they were like sitting in my lap. Like, how did this happen? I think about Wordle and how hard Wordle used to be for me now. And I'm just like flipping through the words after puzzles, after puzzles, after puzzles. Or like I like to play game pigeon pool with my dad and how bad we were in the beginning. And we were just so awkward and missing all these shots that were so simple now. But in the beginning, it was very hard. It took a lot of effort, a lot of practice, and a lot of failing forward and a lot of missing the shots. And now it's more like maintenance mode where we're having fun because we're enjoying it. But getting from beginner 
to maintenance mode is a lot of work. But once you're in maintenance mode, then life doesn't feel so overwhelming because you realize that the laundry is never going to ever, 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 ever be done. And it could be done, but it's probably about 45 minutes that it's going to be finished. Maybe a couple hours. Relationships, you can put those in maintenance mode. Putting them in maintenance mode doesn't mean you're just robotic, going with the flow. It means you're putting in effort, but the effort is less because you're living off the savings that you built up through putting in so much effort and putting up so much work. I picture it like the seven Fs. They're like spinning plates and they're always spinning, 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 and they're still going to fall. But think about seven spinning plates going all at once. And so every single day you're waking up and you're just giving every single plate just a little bit of effort and a little, when you're in maintenance mode, you're just giving them a little bit of a spin. And it's so much easier because the momentum of the energy from the previous spins is what keeps those plates going. So it doesn't feel so overwhelming because you're in maintenance mode. So getting into maintenance mode is the hardest part. You go through the river of misery and then it becomes easier. You're like, huh, this is maintenance mode. Because once you learn how to become a conscious parent, then it goes into conscious marriage or conscious romantic partners, or it goes into conscious living within your home and seeing your home and the things in it as a reflection of what's going on in our brain. The more that we clean up our brain, the more that the environment around us cleans up, the more that our relationships clean up. Katie had a good example. She said, getting in maintenance mode were things that never end are cooking healthy meals, continued education, your fitness, your mindfulness, meditation practice, self-care. It's not like one and done, you do it and you're done. It's like you do it, you get to maintenance mode and then you just keep spinning that plate and you keep practicing, practicing, practicing. Cars need constant maintenance. And Kira had a good point. She says, literally everything. The better question is, who can name something that truly maintains itself on autopilot forever? I love to know what it is and how much it costs. And that's what we all want. We all want it to be on autopilot. But we know that the relationships that we're in, they're not robotic. But when you think of your life as spinning plates versus like having to start over and falling off the wagon and falling off the horse, that's so dramatic for the brain. And the brain thinks it needs to start all over from scratch. If you yell once, forget to brush your teeth, miss a workout, eat a donut when you're trying to eat healthy, you fall behind on laundry, you go out of town and the re-entry after going out of town, it's like you have to start all over. But then once you get into maintenance mode, you get back in the routine, it becomes to feel effortless. Because you're in maintenance mode, you're spinning the plates versus having to put the plate on the stick and then to spin and spin and spin. So when you think of life in the different areas, whatever area you're overwhelmed in first and the most, what's ever always needling at your brain and always wiggling in the back of your brain, that's the area that you want to try to get that plate onto the stick and know that it takes time, it takes effort, the brain's going to fight it, it's going to have some setbacks, it's going to have inconveniences, and the inconveniences are what going to come up, and then you get to prove your commitment to getting that plate on the stick. I remember when I was becoming a conscious parent, it was so hard in the beginning because I felt like the kids' behavior was getting stronger and more severe because they were so used to that banter and so used to that arguing and so used to that back and forth that they actually felt connection during that. So then when I stopped doing it, their behavior got almost worse because they were seeking that connection so desperately, but they only knew how to get it in unhealthy ways because I had created this pattern of getting connection in unhealthy ways. And so when they didn't have that connection, so they thought it was now a new different way of connecting, it felt awkward and weird for them. So they had to get their plate off the ground. They had to get their plate on the stick. And then they had to get into maintenance mode like, oh, this is how we're doing it now. They're much more resilient than we are. And it's much easier to find change and create change within kids because they're just a reflection back to us because they don't have any history. They don't have any baggage. They don't have any triggers that we do. 
They're just a kid being a kid learning about how to connect with humans. And we're creating that blueprint every single day. And when we learn that it's now maintenance mode versus we have to get to the end game, we have to change all the diapers, we have to finish all the laundry, we have to keep the house clean at all times, we have to do the dishwasher. Life doesn't feel so overwhelming because you just realize that the new day is a new chance to put the plate on the stick and spin and they will fall. And when they fall, you're like, oh, I don't need to start all over. I just need to pick up where I left off. So the brushing of teeth is a great example. Or if you ever forgot to put on deodorant, if you forget to put on deodorant for one day, you don't start all over and say, oh, I have to start all over. It's like, oh, I just have to pick up where I left off and start wearing deodorant. Same thing with teeth, same thing with laundry, same thing with the house, same thing with your fitness, same thing with going to church or the synagogue, whatever you do to feel closer to God, to your spirit. You realize that if you miss one week, you don't start all over, throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, oh, we fell off the horse, we fell off the wagon. That's so overwhelming for the brain versus like, oh, it's a new day, new choices, let's go. And that's where B minus is so helpful because B minus allows for those failures, allows for those slip ups, allows for those missed workouts. Because when we're all or nothing, then it's like, I have to work out seven days a week. If I don't work out seven days a week, then I have to, I go to zero days a week. You have to find that Goldilocks balance and get into maintenance mode with your relationships, with the laundry, with your fitness, with your finances, with your fun, with your job, with taking care of your animals if you have them, your relationships and the deposits that you're making with your kids emotional deposits. And then what happens over time is you feel this sense of momentum. If you have a lot of momentum in one area, it spills over into the other. So if you have six out of seven plates spinning on their own with just a little bit of nudge every single day, then that one that's lagging is going to take energy from the other six. And in that energy from the momentum of the others, you will create momentum in the one that's feeling quote unquote the lowest or the one that's feeling the slowest on the stick. So when you think of your life more like maintenance mode, then it doesn't feel like I have to start all over, start all over, start all over, all or nothing, all or nothing, black and white. But that's what the brain will do to try to stop us because it only wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain and be efficient. And so when you just tell the brain, you talk to the brain, this is literally conversations you have with yourself. Like, it's okay, we don't have to start all over. It's not all or nothing. It's not black or white. We're just gonna pick up where we left off. The plate's still on the stick. You just give it a spin and you continue in maintenance mode versus starting all over rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And then life doesn't feel so overwhelming. It feels like more you're taking control of the raffia. You're sitting in the driver's seat versus sitting in the back seat, telling the Uber driver where to drive and feeling very out of control when they start speeding or cutting off people or getting lost because you know that you're in the driver's seat controlling the controllable and realizing that the brain is always trying to stop us, but the heart overrides. And then you're living a life more that's heart-centered versus brain-centered. And that's where you have true freedom. And then the best part is you get to teach your kids the same thing. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too each and every day. Thanks for listening.